0: Hello and welcome to Creative Spaces, I'm Molly Cooper and this is the London edition. In our first ever mini-season, we'll be featuring the best spaces to stay, work and play around the city, from timeless icons to under-the-radar finds. And as well as sitting down with the teams who brought them to life, I'll be bringing you the inside scoop from some pretty amazing people getting up to some pretty great things within travel, design and hospitality. I'm so excited to share all their stories with you, so let's get into it shall we? I'm in North London at a neighbourhood pub with rooms, The Bull and Last. Started nearly 16 years ago, this cosy spot serves up Friday night pints, date nights and Sunday roasts with Best of British Classics in Hunting Lodge-esque interiors. And here to tell me all about it are Joe and Ollie. Welcome to the podcast, guys. How are you doing today? Very good. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, very well. Made it up here from the south on that northern line, but what a treat. What a pleasure to be here with you in North London.
1: Well, uh, yeah, it's a pleasure having you, Molly, and uh, pleased that we're actually... Uh, going to have a little chat about our journey, our 16-year
2: history or custodianship of the b and
0: Yeah, the BNL. I can't wait to get into all of that, but let's start with you guys. I'd love to hear a bit about your backgrounds and your stories, where you've come from and how you guys met.
2: We met through our other partner, Freddie, who, ah. who doesn't actually work in the day-to-day running of the business. Um, I met him through a friend probably 17 years ago, yep. about a year before we started working mm-hmm. together. Um, and then Joe, you and him have a longer history.
1: Yeah, I've known Freddie for a long time. We're actually at school together. Oh, really? Yeah, a long time ago. And um, so, yeah, um, I met, obviously, Ollie through Freddie. Um, but I sort of rekindled our sort of friendship when I was actually working at the Wolsey restaurant. Uh-huh. And Freddie was having lunch with Jonathan, uh, who was they just secured a loan to buy a pub in Putney. Mm. So I was actually on shift at the time, which is quite a funny story because uh, I had to actually give him a few takes. I didn't Recognize actually realise it was him. Um, and i just finished my shift. Uh, so yeah, I went over there as I was getting changed. I was like, Freddie, is that you? And he was like, Joe, you know, I hugged it out right in the middle of the restaurant. And he was like, mate, what, what, are, you, what are you doing here? Obviously I was working, I was yeah. in a uniform. Yeah. Um, so I sort of told him that I'd fallen into sort of hospitality and yeah I was you know sort of on this journey with working for Jeremy King and Chris Corbyn and he had told me that he'd bought a pub uh, pretty much within that week um, and it's going to be amazing food. I've got a chef. Um, which and is he was, me? Yeah which is uh, Ollie obviously.
2: Previously to that moment. So, to. It's already on board.
1: Yeah so then we went out and had about five or six pints in the local pub, <laughs> sort of just talking, nothing but pubs. Uh obviously, when you go out, you don't really think anything's gonna stem of that. Um but you yeah, just excitement kept more than on badgering me, like texting me, come down and see the place. So yeah, I yeah. did. Uh but then I met Ollie, and that was sort of the but once I saw the sort of the roots of this this company sort of. Everything sort of was put in place, and I was really excited about it because Ollie had a similar background as me. He'd went to college, learned mm-hmm. learned the skill. He, you know, I'd been to Oxford Brooks in hospitality management, so yeah. I, you know, I was serious about doing it. He was working for Richard Corrigan, obviously an absolute sort of influence and huge character in
2: the industry, and I,
1: I was working the same. So
2: you get together, and like you just start talking about food and wine or yeah. whatever. I mean, we were quite young at the time. I was, you were 24 and I was 23.
1: Yeah. yeah. So we you know, we knew nothing
2: really. We just knew that we kind of, but what we did to. know we were chatting about then, yeah. whatever that was, you oh, know, I we had that. views and opinions on probably stuff, which you'd sort of maybe, I don't know, wince is the right word, but you know, you may not be quite <laughs> exactly on that path now, mm-hmm. but, um, I suppose when you were having the chat with Fred, you got sort of slightly ear, ear twisted into yeah. getting involved and I suppose once we sort of start talking about the product mm-hmm. and what you're going to do what I'm going to do and then that's the start of it isn't yeah. it if someone gets excited about food doesn't matter if you work front or back mm-hmm. house you just everyone likes yeah. food and drink don't they so um getting that getting that chat going gets yeah. you excited and sort yeah, Fred, of went Fred, from there.
1: Fred's energy about you know the vision of what he wanted to do was was you know was, was huge and he mm-hmm. you know he loves pubs he wanted to create something really special and you know when he found you know Ollie I was really excited about it I was I, I personally had no intention of running a pub if I'm being totally honest mm-hmm. with you yeah. um, it, but you know you kind of grow into it yeah. and you know restaurant was really what I wanted to do but mm-hmm. you know when we saw the site and when we sort of you know, you get, you get creative and all the energy between the four of us and, you know, it was it was a really exciting time um, mm-hmm. and not many good pubs were around at the time. You know, no one, there was a few, yeah, obviously there was gastro pubs, but...
2: Difficult to get, difficult to get when you're young as well and you haven't got any history of getting mm-hmm. a pub lease or anything like that, exactly. as, as yeah. other people who've worked for us have gone mm-hmm. on to do yeah. since so they're experiencing that, whereas... You know if you have a pub under your belt, it's much easier to mm. go. The operators can see that you've got it in yeah, you, you to see. do one sort yeah. of a gamble, isn't it? Giving it to two 24 year olds and a 23 year old chef, you know,
0: <laughs> which is incredibly young. And yeah. I love that. But I,
2: th- I don't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't phased. My view on pubs was slightly different from Joe. Maybe mm-hmm. hearing that, it's just because I wanted to do a gastro pub more than I wanted to do a yeah. restaurant, even though I'd been working in restaurants, mm-hmm. I was looking for someone to do. A gastro pub with and it just happens to be one of my best pals from home sat next to Fred at a mutual friend's lunch. It was like what do you do? What do yeah. you do? And uh he said, I'm just about to sign on a pub lease looking for a chef. And then Hello. you know, I met him a couple of days <laughs> mm-hmm. later. Yeah. And we hit off. So that was sort of the basis wow. of that. But yeah, I just fancied Gastro Pub just slightly yeah. more relaxed. And while I was training to be a chef, like at Westminster College and 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 bits like that. Mm-hmm. I just was going to gastropubs a lot. Yeah. Anchor and Hope, Eagle, Coach and Horses, like a little collection of them like mm-hmm. that. And it was, um, it was the way I thought I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, just that relaxed style. But you can still do good cooking techniques yeah. and stuff. It doesn't have to be that refined. Although mm-hmm. gastropubs now, you do get a lot of very, very smart food ones. Yeah. Uh, we just recently did the gastropub awards because we we're in mm-hmm. the top 50 and... Um, it's all over the place, the offering that yeah. you get on there. Yeah. It doesn't matter what position you're at, they're doing all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff. You got mission star ones, you got ones that do a castellator share yeah. and they make bread in house or mm-hmm. you know, simple stuff like that, yeah. or it's multi layered terrines and all mm-hmm. these different like technical things yeah. as well, which is all lovely in the right set and if that's your style, that's your style. Mm-hmm. But, it's a difficult one, list-wise. Pubs are pub, isn't it? And some offerings are...
1: Different forms, aren't they? Different, you know, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're so different, they're so diverse, mm. and that's why that's but why the, we love them. Yeah, that's why yeah. this country's obsessed mm, with them.
2: We, and we travel, it's know, our, people, our culture, isn't it? Pubs oh, yeah. are a massive bit of our culture. If you love food and drink, your best place to go on a regular basis is a pub. It might Absolutely. always be for food, but yeah. it's always there for something, isn't mm-hmm. it? Live music, food, yeah. staying the night now, quite a lot more pubs with rooms especially good ones what do people think is good people listen to your podcast like stuff that's nice don't they And oh, done no, well.
0: I love a pub with rooms my favourite they're always so warm and so cosy and I think yeah. you kind of touched on it there they've just been the backbone of British hospitality yeah. for centuries yeah. and it does feel like it's been a bit of a shift maybe over the past 15 20 years I don't know if you've seen it personally but it's growing gastro pub pub with rooms pubs that are, you know the interiors are beautiful the food is amazing yeah. they uh, still have that pub spirit. that's that's kind
1: of why we did it is because you know we you know when we aren't in London we do try and you know get out and stay at these pubs with rooms and over the years you know we'd stayed at quite a few of them Mm. and for me you know it just seemed like why can't you know there's eight nine million people in this city and there's a lot of option to do if you have, there's sometimes a lack of accommodation around here. So our market research for at least 10 years was there's nowhere to stay here. Mm -hmm. Customers would say it to me regularly on the floor. If I was doing a wedding or a function, I was back in the day without Ubers and things like that. I was calling people every Saturday night, uh, for taxis to go to their hotels, which were miles away. so And saying to me as you passed and I just kept kitchen, on saying to to a handful of people I could have wanting fl- to stay
2: somewhere locally. Really? We need to get this going. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what... You know, the mind's going. That's what
1: made us... So in 2015, which did take a long process, and, you know, these things do take a long time, but, yeah, yeah. you know, this used to be a coaching inn. So mm-hmm. a lot of the reason why we got the planning and got that was uh, reinstoring this pub... Uh, for accommodation and, you know... Yeah, bringing that, it back to... Bringing Widdell it back to yours. its former, former yeah. glory. So, and that was 300 years ago where they used to travel... And water the horses downstairs in a horse and cart. Okay, 300 years later, it's moved on, but we're still yeah, yeah. we're still <laughs> sort of getting a lot of... a
2: that's well, how it got its name as well, the pub. Yeah. Because there's a bull up in Highgate and there's a bull and gate down the road and the gateway to London, because this was all fields. Obviously, you've still got Hampstead Heath. But yeah. If you imagine, so the story goes and the geography of the area, um, that the heath was like this all around this area and the gateway was Kentish Town. So when the coaches came down, they said... The Last Bull, Bull and Last. So that's sort of where the, no name, the name came. Ring the, ring the little bell, drop them yeah. off, oh. and then probably take another half an hour to get down there <laughs> on their little, <laughs> their little rogue machines.
0: Oh, that's brilliant. I love um, that it's gone full circle. and You sort of, like you say, restored yeah. this history. Yeah, yeah. Bring, it, bring it yeah. back.
2: Um, but we don't know how many rooms it had previously, but mm. uh, it was a different shape for a lot of its years oh. because there was a big fire here in 1843, so actually took up the house spaces of these terrace houses just next to us mm. and at the back a couple of houses deep as well yeah. um we did know which you can have a look at we've got we've actually got the deeds from when deeds, it was rebuilt yeah. but you can see the floor yeah. plan of what and you it can was see on. like there was stables so there was yeah. stuff around the back and yeah. Yeah. yeah up in the rooms area if obviously anyone listening to this stays yeah. here it just on the last step into the rooms area, there's the original deeds that mm-hmm. got sent to us but That's someone. Yeah, it. which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. so
0: many little bits of history sort of woven into the the yeah. deeds on the walls, the yeah. old sort of carving knife trotter things, these heads <laughs> yeah. of animals everywhere, taxidermy yeah. galore. When I look it's like not everyone's
2: taste, but I think yeah. I think you don't you don't we haven't overdone it, but no. we've also it's also there, isn't it? It's well, in your face, but we haven't
1: We were in two minds like when we shot to bring it back. But, you know, it's part of us, it's part of our journey and, and like, you know, we were shut for a good year and a half, so we actually ended up putting everything sort of back in its, in its place, yeah. which, uh, you know, it, it was the right thing to yeah, do. Yeah, the main pieces but, and stuff, it's pretty know, much the same. I'm not done. to you know, I've had, <laughs> I've had many comments over the years about these heads and it's not <laughs> everyone's thing, I'm especially not. when. But well, we yeah. said
2: we'd calm it down when it come to doing it in the rooms. Yeah. It was there was some taxidermy <laughs> in the rooms in in phase one of the design because mm. all the interiors and stuff we've done between the, thri- the group yeah. of us the three of us yeah um, and yeah we went for well you saw butterflies in two rooms like moth and ants in the other one mm-hmm. and that was that was where a little bit capped.
0: more subtle rather than a moose look yeah <laughs> in a sort of arty bed, yeah. sort of backdrop way instead yeah. of yeah instead mm. of a
2: hair head yeah sticking out as you walk in.
0: Well, I'd love to hear then. So you had your your pub in Putney, you come up here, you make the move up north, you're doing just pub, food, no rooms. You then decide to take the plunge to do the rooms. And then surely not not long after COVID comes along, how have you found the past few years dealing with that? Well, we spent
2: 18 months doing this project, um, which obviously was longer than we'd hoped for, but that was due to a few things. And then running into... um, into covid when we were literally just opening it was only a handful of weeks when it two and a half weeks or three we got open 20 days yeah, yeah. it was uh, it, it, and yeah. then had to close again but no. actually the project as a whole wasn't completed we hadn't got that we weren't okay. opening with the rooms they were still being mm-hmm. little fine details of joinery art you know yeah. all the touches that take quite a long time to get it looking like that mm-hmm. um, we
1: did have the option of opening during covid but the, the just the what you had to do to a hotel room, you could like sell it for like a night, and then I think you can use it for like forty-eight hours because you had to like yeah. use a defumer and all the stuff. And the confidence in the country was so low as it was with, with, you know, COVID. So we just thought we're not yeah. going to open with this as their first sort of you know experience of our <laughs> pull and last yeah. room. You know? It's almost yeah. a bit of a slap, I also isn't it? Not yeah. if, yeah. it open, if I'm probably. being brutally honest, Ollie and I read it and you know we just didn't have the option it was just me and him and a few others doing takeaway so for me what we what we needed to concentrate is trying to you know yeah. do the most out of that situation mm. so you know it was look the whole industry we is, had a cracker is, takeaway didn't is, We it's talked about be, it but you know yeah. our timing could have been better but you know we look we look forward to. the thing to. is
2: you would have even if we got open a bit earlier because the project didn't take as long we still would have had to shut anyway like mm-hmm. everyone did so that's it, isn't it? That's it. Yeah. at least there was a stop on a few bills and stuff like that we mm-hmm. had to we had to do the takeaway just to cover the running costs and stuff mm-hmm. and it was a really skeleton team everyone was on yeah. furlough but we did run a little system where we took some people the option of coming off and do a week mm-hmm. with us and then go back to yeah. being on furlough just to keep everyone sort Taking of over. not going yeah. stir crazy in their front rooms or whatever mm-hmm. and that
1: was really nice to be fair because like yeah, the, they kept the, the fresh the it st- up the us the staff really were amazing like how they yeah, yeah. D- got involved and, and and didn't want us to you know they were really encouraging you know this we did everything we could try to make
2: it fun as well for us we did a yeah. few things that uh, you know it's just literally for the community you're not making any money mm. business sense really from it um, but we're doing sandwiches, little packs for walking. Yeah. I mean, the walkers pack came from. You weren't allowed to do picnics or stop and have a drink. Yeah. Do you remember you weren't allowed to stop? God, I forgot so about we that. So then we're like, oh, our takeaway food sort of scuppered here. You go over the heat for a nice walk. Yeah. And then they're not allowed to sit. So then the walkers pack became like snacks and stuff. But it was small enough to put in your jacket in your pocket. and then eat it while you're walking <laughs> and don't sit and stop and get a slapped wrist. You know. <gasps> Oh. Try and try, and, yeah. try and get <laughs> around the rules a little bit. But the main thing for us was knocking out the Sunday lunches. Sunday lunches. Finish finish the thing for two. We did beef, chicken and a veggie. And you just you just literally whack your oven on for and puts a pan of hot water on. Back, yeah, that back a pack of gravy and it's just a little sort of six step. Mm-hmm. you know because all the meat and everything was done in the morning yeah. and the potatoes just trade up literally and everyone picked it up at a time so they just went home and just sort of finished it off themselves oh, just a flash like you would yeah. here you cook it off you flash it you serve it Amazing. lovely just there to do the last stage
0: and less washing up the dream well a lot
1: less of people a lot up. of people were tired of cooking at home weren't they so yeah. you know it, it was sort of a food nice food. thing
2: of the week wasn't it and for the staff that were working we made like a bumper like roast pack for everyone everyone would oh. go home feet yeah. up nice roast yeah. Happy yeah, days.
1: That no, no, it was, it was, uh, it, they're all ideas, which you, you know, over the 10 years, you, you kind of like thought, you know, what, what, what are your customers missing? And, you know, we came out with some quirky ideas, you know, <laughs> deconstructed KFC box was a good winner. That yeah. Cause <laughs> everyone
2: knows the buttermilk chicken that we always so, do. So oh yeah, we did, a, did a. Brushed corn, miso corn box, mm. you know, fries, aioli corn, buttermilk chicken, big pack of that yeah. for families.
1: I don't know. So yeah, It just it was, kept
2: us, it just kept us ticking over yeah. mentally more than, than anything. Yeah, I mean, we had a bit time. of fun with the takeaway beers and stuff like that, but you know, that got axed. Yeah. <laughs> like all good things, yeah. You know, it yeah. was great though. You know, what a, after all of that, not being able to go out and then just go for a walk with yeah. the takeaway beer was mm. a revelation, wasn't it? With all of that time on. Oh, up. it was gorgeous, oh. yeah. Um, and then we took that away. But we did have like hundreds of those milk cartons with a little cat. Yeah, really? doing so
1: do, funny do though. Do like oh, yeah. literally texting and like on WhatsApp groups, he's got milk cartons for sale. Like <laughs> everyone on my phone is in the industry. They were like the hottest thing to get hold of. It was crazy. Really? Yeah, because they were we'll out get get them by the no pallets way. delivered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just yeah. And people, you know, we are borrowing them from other people. and we're still yeah, using you know. them for stuff. Well, we've
2: done it now, but they were still kicking around for oh, a while. It was <laughs> nice,
1: though, seeing you, you know, doing a bit out front. Yeah, you know? I was out the front. It was nice seeing Ollie, who, you know, obviously he's he's, he's fed people for 15 years, so yeah. it was nice for to him to be introduced to some of our locals. And yeah. some people, like, he knows, he 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 knows a lot of them, but it that was good. And I think what was important, like, when we decided to open, you know, we'd been shut for 18 months, like Ollie said, so... You know, for us, we didn't know where our business was. Like, if your business did a refurb for eighteen months, people have eaten somewhere else for eighteen months. So it's really Mm. important to us Mm. that we were out. You know, come. You know, people. You you get the really really local ones back,
2: obviously, and the and the ones who are big regulars. But it's just that 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 word of mouth that builds Mm -hmm. up. We've been
1: waiting so long to open because we'd overrun. You know yeah. and overspent so we we're like we, we need to yeah. you know we, it, like Ollie said mentally we needed to come out and do something mm-hmm. even in the situation we, we were in and you know we weren't everyone was doing it who could and mm. we, we we felt you know we felt grateful that we we're in an area where we could actually open I've got loads of unfortunate like you know people's sites might not work for that yeah but obviously Hampstead Heath was quite busy because because people mm. could walk you know yeah. <laughs> so that was people's hour of day. I can't even remember the rules because every rule changed. But bit, like yes, and yes. I remember the hour of day rule or whatever. So, you know, you know, I remember people coming in and you know, how many people just, you know, would just actually talk to you at the door just for a bit of interaction? Mm. It was yeah, yeah, it was important to us that we were open for that no. period.
0: Okay, so you open then you you're over budget, <laughs> over timeline. Sounds like a grand designs project. Um, how was yeah, we open? It wasn't a million miles <laughs> away from that. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. We did a there. huge
2: we did a huge amount of work. You know, for some customers they're sort of wondering what happened um with all the time that, mm-hmm. that happened, but we the sort of superstructure stuff within the fabric of the building mm. is quite considerable. No, I like, mean We went down like another two point whatever meters down like underneath the ground floor huge the whole footprint of the building is a basement where we used to have that anyway but it was yeah. very very low we had an mm-hmm. office down there obviously your kegs and a few chest freezers. Mm-hmm. but it's um it's all underpinned next door you've got to get a lot signed off you've got to check a lot of things locally mm-hmm. um you know we sort of we had to do like a almost like a pregnancy scan thing of the street called street scan, which shows you where which level all the different like A V wires and wow. virgin media, yeah. fibre optic is, no where the water table is off the <laughs> off the is on, off, a ro- he's on, on a roll. the he's on a roll. He's on a roll. Yeah, I'm on a roll, let's get it all out. On the on the heath obviously you've got loads of underground water tables. There's actually dams and stuff underground. Oh, That's not what, what that. quite a lot of the lot of rolling no hill way. bits are there. I thought we'd just moved to loose. <laughs> we've done all sorts of stuff Joe, under there
0: Only is setting the record straight <laughs> work was done here
2: <laughs> there's a lot done but anyway yeah the water table comes right up underneath that school and yeah. if it was any closer we wouldn't have been able to go that far underground with oh, really? the basement um, and we built these two flats out the back yeah. as well mm-hmm. um, but yeah I mean we took the roof off added another floor you can't see that from the street because yeah. of the conservation area you've got the parapet wall you're not allowed to change the, mm-hmm. the look um, but we've managed to squeeze seven rooms up there. Seven, the yeah, seven rooms from a
1: two-bedroom flat. So they, and they're they, they gorgeous the, rooms. They did, did an amazing job. They really yeah. did with,
0: You with show my, They were so cleverly done. Like They make such good use of the space. I love all the hidden doors and cupboards and that panelling. And they've all got these yeah. beautiful little views over the chimney pots. We were saying it's like Mary Poppins. They yeah. kept expecting Dick Van Dyke to like, jump of yeah, the chimney. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no,
2: take, it is nice. We, we're very happy with how they yeah. turned out. And yeah. Every, every room
1: is different and different budget, different room, different space. So they're all very unique in, in what mm. you're looking for, which is important to us. So, yeah, no, we, we try to put our own stamp on there. We try to work with a lot of, you know, small independent, whether they're, you know, light fittings or mm. bed makers or joinery mm. and all that stuff. And, you know, we took a lot of inspiration from Kenwood House and Hampstead Heath. A lot of the artwork is either from an illustrator, we've, Told to get involved and tell a bit about our story, or yeah. whether it's or linking with the room name, linking with the bit. rooms, a little nod, you not know.
2: in a theme way, but just a little nod of appreciation. Yeah. Like there's a Keats poem book in uh, Keats' room, yeah. or there's yeah. bathhouse next to the free yeah. bath. There's catch and right handmade yeah. copper and nickel baths, are beautiful.
1: Yeah, like the Earl of Mansfield, Mansfield room, Earl of Mansfield. That's the nod to him sort of saving all the development on Hampstead Heath because he had a lot of, uh, they wanted to make it into lots of uh, (laughs) villages on the heath and a lots of, uh, you know, planning went and he basically, apparently he just stopped it all. And he, he actually, um, Humphrey Repton, who is a landscape gardener, he hired, yeah, Mm. he was the one responsible for everything around Kenwood House. And that's why it's so beautiful. And that's why it never got developed. Gosh. and so we gave a little nod to him i Love called it that. earl of mansfield yeah. and that's why it's all green in his room and the bathhouse like ollie said is at kenwood house uh where they used to uh wash in the that's why we put the bath in the bathing room
0: oh well it's so cleverly done because looking around it could be 300 years ago it could also be a scottish hunting lodge or something yeah, yeah. but then you have these real touches and Fragments of London history and tales and people that sort of live on in the room names, in the artwork, in mm. the deeds on the wall. It's really lovely. And what have you found in terms of people who come to stay here? Is it Londoners? Is it people on holiday?
1: It's a real mix, which you kind of want, don't you? You don't want the same people demographic. People
2: use it for that sort of work, regular visit stuff, as mm-hmm. well as um, special mm-hmm. occasion or holidays from out of town. It's a, it is a mix, isn't it?
1: It's a real mix and it's a really nice that it's reaching to so many people. For us, like that's all we want really to create. We wanted to create yeah. something a bit different, personal to us mm. and sort of, yeah, like you touched earlier Molly, was like we want to sort of surprise people that this is a bit different. And, you know, it really means quite a lot to us if someone like, you know, what's that What's the artwork there? Like yeah. there's, a, there's a poster yeah. a flyer from like the 1980s of someone, this used to be, um, they used to show a lot of art in the pub oh, and there used yeah. to be an exhibition. And a gentleman who used to live mm. on this road actually gave us quite a lot of his pieces wow. um, before he passed away, unfortunately. But he, and his artwork is in the rooms and the, the poster is in one of the rooms, a little nod to him who used to eat mm-hmm. a charcuterie board on a table every Friday. He used to come in and yeah, there's a little, little plaque nods. on the stairways of his name underneath yeah. two of them. It's little nods like that when you're running a pub. It's not, you know, it's important that you, yeah. I don't know. They're, they're, like like we say, they're very unique pubs and people always, you know, they root for your local pub. And, mm. You know, we feel really grateful. Uh, we, we don't take it for granted where we are. It's keeping memories
2: alive as well with those art pieces. And yeah.
1: We're very lucky with Hampstead Heath. It's sort of, you know, being next to 800 acres on your doorstep, it sort of feels the same sort of, even though you feel like you said earlier that you feel like you're in a hunting lodge, like we're 800 acres away um, of green space, yet you're five or six kilometres from Soho. That's pretty rare yeah. um, to have that. Yeah. And we're very lucky, you know, people use the Heath for lots and lots of different reasons, whether it's walking their dog, a family walk, swimming in the ponds, mm-hmm. playing like a tennis or whatever. And we, we, we're sort of a stone's throw away. We kind of use that as inspiration whether it's our menu or whatever kind of purpose we are putting into the pub rooms picnic campers in the summer Mm. we try and use that as our inspiration and i think that's really important as owners or whatever you do with your vision is is sort of look at your surrounding Mm. area and that's why we did the rooms. that is the the sole reason we did the rooms was talking on the restaurant floor knowing what what, having a feeling of what what what's missing in the area, yeah. and we're so delighted that people. are well, not that understand. many places
2: to stay near no. the, near the Heath or around it either. So mm-hmm. you know, it's such a great place to come if you're not from this area, or you know, obviously different parts of London. It's only a quick, cheap ride mm-hmm. or overground, but. Guests upstairs can go for a, a quick game of baton can buy a love set that. of balls or tennis, that. bring yeah. their tennis stuff. Yeah. We do have some stuff that you can borrow as well. Um at Ghost Wild Swimming mm. or in the Lido. Yeah. It's really
1: nice you know, when people are, you know, it's, ask asking for how, how the Lido works or how I've heard about the swimming and you know, it's that's you know, to, to use what's on your doorstep mm. and like for them to edge away from central London and find this little part of London is really
0: nice. Well that's it's like when people come to visit and they always ask, but What should I do? Where should I go? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Oh yeah. god, I don't know, go to the pub, like what do Londoners do? And actually yeah. it feels like this is such a lovely London, go to the Heath, go swimming, <laughs> see the sights, go to the pub. It's like proper, authentic London and I love it.
1: It's nice recommending local areas and, and other pubs and restaurants in the area. And then, you know, you sort of I don't know, I feel like the role is really important when you check people in. You feel like a bit of a tour guide. You know, you feel like <laughs> you need to do this, don't take that transport, go there. And it's, it's nice. And all yeah. the staff really, I don't know, they really enjoy doing it. And mm-hmm. they all know different
2: bits that are their favourites. Uh. So they suggest not the same thing every time. That's there nice. isn't like a rhetoric that we reject on mm-hmm. people. There's no, yeah. Where you should go, list these three, mm-hmm. everyone's got their favourite. Yeah. It might be from a cafe that's out of the way in Crouch End, or it might be... You know, hamstered for mm. the, yeah, you're right. the holly yeah. bush and uh, some Japanese and Jin Kichi or whatever. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so right,
1: and like, a lot of the staff live
2: live locally, which, which yeah, is yeah, all different nice. corners of the hill, yeah. so they prefer their bit. Maybe oh. then you got to feel
1: <laughs> you got to feel your area a bit, and if you do, yeah. then, then we've got
2: a cute little map that you get in the room. It's yeah. in the cookbook. We did lots of illustrations of. Mm-hmm. Things from around the building, food, um, the area, the heath, and um, yeah, there's just like a loose map of some hot spots that you yeah. get rolled up. It's like a little souvenir. Mm. It's quite nice. It shows the shows the main main oh, yeah, players over great. there. Yeah, it does.
0: And it's then nice. looking ahead, then the next chapter. Are you guys got anything in, in the roadworks, or you just keep ticking along, enjoying a good thing while it's going?
1: No, I don't. We don't. We're quite bad at ticking along. We're always looking <laughs> at growth because. I think maybe because of the year and a half we had out and also you know we don't take anything for granted having seen what this industry Mm -hmm. is facing or faces so you i think you can't be complacent we're always looking we feel really lucky to like only touched the other earlier like still being in the top 50 gastro pubs this week is a massive massive achievement for Mm. us we're really pleased that 16 years on people are still enjoying what we're doing yeah um so growth. I think if you sit still in this industry, I think that's we've only got the one pub. right yeah. So we we concentrate on this day in day out, mm-hmm. and and that's something we you know we.
2: That's why you, we did the big renovation. You know, yeah. it's, it's our it's our it's our premises, and we you know restored it completely. Some people might have think we went too far in it, but you know we've we've done it, and it's beautiful, and it's a it's a. Yeah, and whatever
1: happens in the future, we were responsible for putting accommodation back in the pub. Like you know, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, forevermore it'd be a coaching in, Yeah, you know, fingers crossed.
1: Yeah. So no, we, no, we, growth in the uh, what we growth within business. I think we're going to try and get off the road a bit, do a few festivals again. Oh, love yeah, that. we've done a few. We've done a few in the past, and you know, we're going to try to do two or three this year. Um, we're hoping for breakfast uh, very soon at the Ooh. weekends because. It's something we did in the past and now we can bring it back and that's really nice to seeing the pub open in yeah, the early yeah, hours yeah. and people, you know, I don't know, it's, we get a lot of early rises here because obviously, you know, the Heath again. Mm. So we want to have that sort of breakfast culture back at the weekends, which we're looking forward to having, which starts this weekend. So we're putting a bit more Bit more pressure back into the system,
2: but January is a good time to do that. I Love guess, it.
0: yeah, hit those health kicks. People up and out, getting yeah, these morning the runs.
2: Building's yeah. Just yeah, open, isn't it? It's just yeah. whatever your thing is, whether it's a coffee fly-by, portion of eggs, or
1: yeah, a mm-hmm. burger
2: a sandwich in the middle of the day. We're open for it. So. We're pretty That's good simple.
1: at like you know talking as a talking at the top of the pile of of you know wanting to create a bit more. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know people's. Meal times have changed a little bit. You know, we offer an all-day menu now. We actually run three till six through the week, um, which is something new for us. Um, so yeah, we're always looking to see
0: what lies well, ahead. I think as yeah. we, we
1: we're, we're this hotel, it sort of drives you to be a bit more twenty-four-seven. Okay. Because you're so, always on show. Yeah. And right. and try and use the pub. Like pubs are big buildings, as you can see. This is yeah. a huge building. So. I think wherever little avenues you can be open and do a bit more, then that's what we're mm-hmm. trying to do. Whether all that is worth it or feasible is is the headache we have, whether to staff it in certain situations. Yeah. but
2: Hence, my so breakfast has been delayed getting back on okay. weekends. But we've got... Uh, Quiz on the mind. Yeah, yeah. we might yeah. bring might, back the pop oh, quiz. Oh, now
0: that is exciting! I yeah, it's not, not a plan. Planned it. We don't
2: have a quiz master, but um, we're definitely on the thought process. Of I've always it wanted to, to
0: be a quiz master. I'll do your first one. I've done, yeah? I've done it about yeah. five yeah. times. I'll, I'll slap up no. here for that. Yeah, it's not.
2: It's, it's not this, uh, <laughs> there we go. We've got a quiz master. <laughs>
0: Sorted. <Yeah. laughs> what a note to end on. Oh, it's been so <laughs> lovely to chat. Before we do go, I do of course have my closing tradition. I'm going to ask you for three spaces, but you imagine you have just. Cash that winning lottery check. The money is of no object. Number one, where are you running away to to disconnect and detox?
1: Disconnect for the last five. St- no option. You, Stay uh, the night, or what
2: we do? Whatever we're you want. So we staying the night.
0: Whatever you want.
1: You, you give, it, give him a minute because he's going to really think about it now. <laughs> yeah, sure. You
2: <laughs> go. I'll, I know mine. I, there's <laughs> one trip we've
1: always said that we go and do, and that's Fred. Fred going up to Scotland and sort of cutting off there of uh yeah. going up as as a four. Um so yeah, Jonathan Fred and Ollie we should probably do that and yeah, and, exactly. and, re- and reconnect. It's just dates. It's always quite hard between mm. the four of us. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: so what was a deto- is that a detox question? Yeah, that could be a detox that might not be a detox. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Too much whiskey.
0: Yeah, but you yeah. could be disconnecting. Um,
2: um, disconnecting. Yeah, you're disconnecting. Phones off. Disconnecting. Uh, down the lot. I think that. Looking that's some thing. fish from Oban. Oh. Yeah, just strip- beach barbecue. Detox is about stripping it all
1: back. I don't um, really. I don't, yeah. For me, it'd be uh, remote and stripping it back. Yeah. whereas you might yeah. want to like something a bit more yeah
2: know. i just sort of envisage you know like a lovely place like looking out of sea in norfolk oh, well lovely. away from the, even the local pub nowhere near yeah maybe somewhere with a nice like wooden hot tub that's fed with a wood fire
0: Ooh, gorgeous Yeah, fantastic <laughs> i could keep
2: going you know there'll be some sparkling wine involved i'm not drinking at the minute but i'll make sure i'm back on for that
0: Okay, two very good answers. Two very on-brand answers. I like it. Yeah. Number two, slightly different. Your ultimate birthday parties, where are you hosting them?
2: We've never really had a
1: party. I've never. I've only had
2: one birthday party since kids' parties, and that was my 40th just it's gone, and that was, you know, nothing huge. I don't really do them, but... Um, what is
1: it? Our parties, our own parties. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'd probably do something completely out of the norm. It would be a super swanky dinner at some yeah. some place in town that I would never normally do just because you
0: asked. Love him. Yeah, treat
1: yourself. Um, yeah. No money's not an option, though. No. Yeah, you got I, his money. I really like the look of that the the garden space at Luca. If I could get fir- oh, yeah. if I could yeah. get 30, 30 of, I don't know how much it owes, but I, that space for me and their food I, I, I'm a big fan. Luke, I'd hire that. Love that. Yeah, so yeah that that kind mm.
2: of thing. That's I was thinking, you know, I haven't been to it yet. Is it like the Coral Room? at the Oh, coral? yeah. You know, like cocktails in there and then something like private swanky. dinner kind of thing. Because that's something I just definitely wouldn't do. Yeah. But if money's no object, then sort of 300 ahead.
1: Five farms <laughs> might be, might be up Treating there.
2: all your Love friends to that. For that. Yeah. Why not one off?
0: Yeah, why the bloody hell not? Okay, last one. Your once in a lifetime bucket list trip. Where are you heading? Are you staying anywhere special?
2: I think I'd probably repeat our trip we did um, a few years ago. Joe, myself and Freddie and a a prospect chef who was going to work with us on the Mm -hmm. project. um, We went away for 18 days to Tokyo, um, Sydney, Melbourne and New York in one go, eating breakfast, lunch and dinner at somewhere different every day stop get out with the, with the with the idea that we were going to do a restaurant in soho with a sort of like a world cuisine small plates idea yeah. and we went away and thought let's have a go let's do <laughs> do a bit of money on that get the ideas flowing and see if we come up with you know a plan mm-hmm. or if we don't go ahead with the idea then we've just had a wicked trip yeah yeah. and i'd b- probably just repeat it and add a few more stops in and make it a 30-day trip if money was that gorgeous yeah. yeah
0: fantastic quite a big answer to follow that
1: um yeah it was, a, it was an amazing trip to go on and a lot of a lot of good stuff came out of it i think, yeah, I think the hotel yeah. rooms came out of that one night didn't definitely it? staying yeah at the, yeah staying in a hotel in in new york which made, made us think about doing accommodation and that yeah, that might not yeah. have happened if it wasn't for that. I believe talking about it for quite a while. Yeah, um, we
2: definitely did. We definitely talked about it. that as Robert De Niro's one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a Greenwich.
1: Greenwich hotel. Very cool. Um, I, yeah, that was um, pretty amazing, I don't know. Blowout trip. Why, why don't we just go with that? So it's hard to take. Yeah, it's hard to. Uh, to match that really you know yeah. the variety of restaurants we we're we very lucky
2: to do that yeah, you, you can do, if, you, if you're doing something like that and you love food and wine and cities mm. with all of the new places opening you know you can you can yeah. easily write an amazing version mm. of that again
1: mm. yeah we you know we brought a lot of dishes back from that and I think it was a trip which is sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think a lot came out of it. You know, it wasn't just all.
2: It did. We've never been too cemented in one style of food. Mm. It has always been like a bit of influence. So you've yeah. got the British stuff, fish and chips, pies, yeah. steaks, all of that. And then you've got sometimes a bit of Japanese thrown in, yeah. um, sometimes a bit of French, quite often French. Mm. There's always a pasta dish. You know, um, we ate a lot of wicked breakfast when we were in Australia for those mm. things and sharing mains in that yeah. long yeah, breakfast. Can, breakfast might have come from that as well. Breakfast offering. Yes, it's sounds like bre- we
0: can all take some life lessons I and go on some I more think, holidays. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. holidays. Holidays <laughs> are the one though, aren't they? they I'm are fairly nice. sure breakfast and re-searching opened. Researching
2: where you eat before you go yeah. is, is always Very good. always yeah. worth doing.
0: Well, thank thank you. you so much for chatting with
2: me, guys. It's been yeah, it's such a been pleasure. Fun. Thank I'm you. I'm really excited to
0: see what happens with the Bun Last. We'll let you know when you do your first quiz, quiz night, yeah. <laughs> go. Got my <laughs> listeners along, yeah. <laughs> Ollie, Joe, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was such a pleasure chatting and hearing all about the brilliant Bun Last anyone looking for a little staycation in the city hit up this pub it will not disappoint and thank you everyone for tuning in to this episode i really hope you enjoyed the conversation as ever if you did please make my day by leaving a little review or hitting that subscribe button you can also find so much more on our website along with some very exciting news coming soon including a brand new way to browse and book the best spaces around the uk now go get planning that next trip and i'll see you next time for more curator spaces